to the Making Laps Podcast. I mean, I just ate an entire can of corn, so. From the can, or? No, I'm not that broke. Oh, I just figured you were really single and lazy. I should I should tell you I'm... about the time I microwaved a cheeseburger. Like, raw cheeseburger patty. And I took Are it, you serious? I threw it in a microwave, because I was like, I don't have time to wait for this to cook, so I threw it in the freaking microwave. <laughs> That had to be so gross. Oh my god, I had the shit so bad <sighs> after that. It was, no, it was fucking no, 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 <laughs> no. Oh, we are rolling. Yeah. Welcome back to the Making Laps podcast. I am your host Brent Gleason. Along with me is my brother Jesse Gleason. We've got some what's it Canadian sprint car racing on the uh, TV in the office. GeForce TV on YouTube is free, and they do quality level like production and they and they go live too this is nice it's actually really good the announcers are actually good to listen to it's just i don't know anybody because they're canadian what can i say the memes about canada are right they're all very nice people this is lovely to watch yeah it's very lovely and with us back again via uplink i should say is phil welcome back phil hi Hi. <laughs> that is your theme song now. Yeah. Apparently. No, it is. We we've already you, said that. You don't really miss me that much. I do. <laughs> Jesse does. <laughs> I'm at the same level of uh I thought I heard music. <laughs> Go ahead, play them. No, I'm I'm at the wow. I'm at the same basic level of like um, communication with Phil. It just the, the distance is greater, but it's like um, it's still happening over Facebook Messenger. So it's like, well, it doesn't have to really change. I know it's so. a small world, but it's not the same. Damn it, it's not the same. All day, every day. I mean, it's it's like a four-hour plane ride away. It can't be that far, right? It's like driving four. Hours. Four. It's two and a half. It. Well, I don't know anything. I thought it was like two and a half to North Carolina. That's right, you've never been to Florida before. I have when I went in 1988. <laughs> I was like five. I think we went to Disney World. My only memory from 1988 was shoving my cousin Aaron in a toy box and sitting on top of it. <laughs> you bully. <laughs> that's funny, hey, he was playing my piano and I didn't say he could. Hey, that's all right. I got locked under the hood of a Volkswagen Beetle by my brother, so I guess we're even. <laughs> How do you open this? And then you ran away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there ain't no safety latches back then. No. No, it was a big freaking button to open. Anyway, whatever. So, it's yeah. all in the past. It's good fun. Jeez. Yeah, back when you Way off people. topic. Back when you guys could actually be kids, you know? Were we ever on topic? Yeah, I don't think we're ever really on topic. Okay, anyway. show is Let's go. <laughs> is there a topic? Not really. Local racing. National stuff at the end. But no, we we started off by talking about this sprint car racing thing that we found on YouTube and video-wise and stuff and how good it is and, and the quality and stuff like that. Well, we got some news to share to everybody else is that we are getting the band back together, apparently. Because Sid's View is coming back. For a one-off race for this weekend at uh, the Speed Bowl, 
It's going to be the Bob Potter Memorial 102, I think. And uh, I think it's, what, $5,100 to win for the SK Modifieds. 102-lap race. Uh, we are going to do full grandstand commentary. Uh, we're going to have multiple cameras. 40-something cameras. We're going to have at least 40 separate in-car cameras, which me and Kenny Stewart are going to run around like chickens with our head cut but off. But where's in Phil? In the pit area. Where's He's... Phil? No, he didn't like us, so he just bails to Florida. And doesn't no, have the band's not together. Sorry! It's like he's Julia Jake, and we got to break him out of prison or pick him up one or the other. Do I have hey, to get in a my defense, from Gat. When Sid sent me a text message the other day and told me what he was thinking of doing, the first thing I said was, I wish I could be part of it. Because I always enjoyed doing that stuff with you guys. It's, yeah, it's fun. It's going to be cool because I haven't stepped foot in the speed bowl. Uh, you can't really remember when the last time was. <sighs> Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't for. It probably wasn't for filming. I think it was probably for something else. Uh, it might have been for filming. I don't even remember now. But uh, anyway, it's been at least three years plus. It's impressively know. nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I know the last time I went was definitely when the ownership changeover happened, and they had built those new corner towers and stuff. And I know the turn four tower was super sketchy. Like there was no like X pieces or side bolsters or anything in it. And the thing would sway and it was super sketchy, but they fixed that pretty quick. So, uh, like, like I said, I haven't been there in a while. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Um, I think it's going to get a great reception. I know people are asking, Oh, can we purchase this live? And it's like, no, we're, we don't have Sid's View Live. That's, that's that not should our be, thing. Uh, if we were smart, we would be jumping on the, if we had, or fundage, we would be jumping on that bandwagon and trying to reclaim anything from uh, uh, race car, whatever racetracks are left that have it joined. Um, any, like, uh, like a Lebanon Valley and uh, Stafford, what they do, and things of that nature we like should Riverhead, totally yeah. jump you know jump on board with this thing i, I think it. that well the thing is i think waterford still hasn't quite gotten to getting the uh internet stuff fixed yet they still don't even have a tower they're just trying to run races so it's obviously a work in progress i'm sure they'll get to that point someday. we can we can all like get a bunch of jumper land cords you know from the power lines <laughs> just I run can, a hard wire and have some guy I've up got ladder. probably about 200 feet because that's how it works <laughs> I've got 200 feet so alright I'll try just get I'm some cat 5 there. cat 7 I'm whatever trying. and just run it out from the road yeah we'll do it Just I'm trying we can get one of these rednecks to jump up a uh, you know a ladder and just kind of put two two wires together and stick it on that's there that's right remember yeah, red great. is always power right always power just not in regular wiring yes <laughs> Except when it's white. Yeah, it's, if it's black or white, like 110 or 220, just like they're both power. Well, so. mm, yeah. <laughs> then you're being tricked and it's a bomb runaway. Anyway. Yeah. Is it blue with the white stripe or white with a blue stripe? They look exactly the same. Ah, uh, crap. So, uh, yeah. So we got Sid's View coming back for a one-off. Uh, again, full grandstand commentary, multiple cameras, tons of in cars. It's going to be a good tons show. Tons of Oh yeah, and like I said, it's not going to be live. It's probably going to end up free on YouTube, like usual. Um, don't complain about something free because it's awesome. Side note: personal update. I'll get this out of the way. 
I've been working on trying to get the car ready for Stafford again. I loaned a or I borrowed a carburetor from my brother to see if that was the issue, and I can already tell that yes, it most definitely was the issue that I was having. There's some kind of transfer or um, uh, port or something. You know what's inside the carburetor? I forget what the hell they're called. I'm magic. magic. Mank. Yes, yeah, that's it. Yes. Magic. Magic. Um, some kind of magic sprinkle dust inside the carburetor isn't quite working right. So it's pulling a lot of, uh, like, it's got a big vacuum leak or something. So I put Jesse's carburetor on there, and I ran it today, and it's definitely fixed the problem, whatever it is. I ran it through the gears, and I think I got a bent wheel. No big deal. Um, I do have one issue, though. I've run this car in its configuration since about 2015 at Thompson and Waterford. Uh, Stafford, though, they said, hey... I know this doesn't really make a performance advantage, and when a tech team comes out and says that, it's like, oh, crap, you guys are just going by the rule book. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. So they're, they're basically, the only reason I haven't been back there is because I can't, like, I haven't been able to get the car ready. Like, it's, they want me to do a bunch of stuff, which, to be fair, I mean, it's their playground, and I want to play on it, so I'll do what they ask me to, but... It's a, basically, they want me to fix the firewall so that it's completely flush with the front you know, piece like a stock car would be. And mine kind of isn't. And the tech guy already said, yeah, I know it's not going to be any performance advantage, but I need you to fix it because people will complain. And I'm like, well, why don't you just tell them that they're stupid? <laughs> just go screw off. Like, I don't, it's, I, the you only reason I made. sit in the trunk. If you have to, we are six foot one and over 230 pounds. My legs are We have are to sit in the long. trunk for a freaking race car. We have to. If anybody's ever sat in my race car, four I, know, foot one. I know Phil has, but I know if anybody sat in my race car, I'm seated as far back as I can possibly be because they have li- like restrictions on where the back, like the main A pillar or A hoop or whatever it is in the car can be or whatever the, the upright, you know, you get what I'm trying to say, but it's like 40 something inches from the ball joint. Um, we can't set back any further so i had to make my side of the firewall a little longer and they say oh well, no foot boxes well it's like well no shit i can't fit in the damn car unless i do something like this i need a place to put my feet and i needed to get the tin work done Give me the feet really quickly so i made it this way and it's a little bit different and it's it's very close to stock in some places but it, other places it just isn't but it makes the car really easy to work on it doesn't make the car any faster but I have to fix the firewall now. And it's like, well, that's really holding me up because now I have to plan this out because all my brake lines are attached to that firewall. All the electrical stuff is that goes to the starter and everything. Um, I have a Halon fire bottle system in the car and the nozzle is hooked up to that firewall. So if I take that firewall out, now that nozzle is not long enough to fit in my car and I would have to go out and buy a new hose or a new, new hard line and new everything else to put it together. And it's like, I'd have to buy all new electrical stuff because it's not long enough. And then I'd have to buy all, like, move all my brake lines. And it's like, this is just a super involved process for something that's supposed to be easy. And I know they told me, hey, you can put a false firewall in and put it on, on Zeus fasteners. And I'm like, well, who's not going to complain about that saying I'm not hiding something in there, you know? Like, that's a perfect area to hide, like, a nitrous bottle or something stupid that somebody would complain about in there. And it's like, this is just opening up a new can of worms. I have a solution. Allow me to run the car as it is, and I'll bolt a five-pound piece of weight 
you know, or lead or whatever, right there where the firewall is on the frame rail. And why don't we just move on? Like, I don't want to be doing things that don't matter. Why don't you just drop it off to Jay's? <sighs> because no, Jay's not Well, because Jay'll charge me a whole shit ton of money for something I can do myself. It's just this car's already established this way, and I don't want to have to fix it for something that doesn't matter and won't make it any faster or slower. Like, this literally makes no difference. The difference between me having a firewall like everybody else to what I have is two to three pounds. Like, that's it. It's almost the same amount of material. It's just dumb. I'm just not happy about it. Of course, I'm probably going to have to do something about it. But if I have to do it that way, then probably don't expect me back this year because it's just going to waste all my, my time. My metal roof versus a fiberglass roof, for example, is five pounds, literally. Yeah. Literally five pounds. Yeah. But it's just kind of dumb, and I'm not. A, I just refuse to agree with them on it. And again, I want to be racing, but I also have to fix my car if they'll let me race. And it's costing me. It's just costing me more money and more time to do something that's going to do nothing. So there's my rant for the day. I'm sure Phil's got something to add to that. The only thing I can say is it kind of goes hand in hand with what I posted on Facebook today about. Uh, Rules that are written into the rule book that just don't make any sense. It's a rule to be a rule at this point. It really is. I mean, I could really understand if them making a rule where, you know, you look at a, a late model and there's like no tin work on the right side. It's just a flat piece of aluminum or something. And there's like, like my street stock? <laughs> I said like my street stock was. Well, yours was kind of like mine. Mine was a little bit more tubbed out and a little bit more stock looking. But, I mean, it's, again, I could see them doing that, but mine's all steel. You know, again, it's all basically in the right place. He didn't give me any shit about the rear firewall, and the rear firewall is like a foot taller than stock and much flatter. I mean, you should be more pissed about that. But the front firewall gives me no... Like, if I wanted more of an advantage, I would build it out further and down to the ground so no air gets under the car. It's probably more of a disadvantage, except to work on it. I mean, it's just... Again, it's, this is almost like dealing with Brooksy at Thompson. It's a rule for the sake of being a rule. It's like... Ugh. Or remember Dave LaRose in the old street stock days where we had to have the same exact bolt? Yeah, like you could tell run, which one was OE. Stock bolt. Yeah. Which Stupid. one was OE? a stupid rule like you <laughs> can't run you can't run a half inch bolt like from heart like uh you know tractor supply that was a grade eight bolt it's like it's so stupid or some aircraft bolt or something that's way stronger <laughs> and safer nope 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 not stock bolt no, you gotta go to the, the car no you gotta go to the <clears throat> junkyard roid rage yeah <laughs> no. uh, uh it's it's a battle i know i'm gonna lose but i'm just gonna you know I'm going to bitch about it until I can't bitch just anymore. Just do it and shut up. Yeah, pretty much. I have tons of steel to do it, but it's just, again, this is why I'm not coming back because I, I have to spend all this time working instead of working the bugs out. Well, he only said it. people will complain when you run up front, so you're not running up front yet. So I know because so I'm not, you, you know, I was on like six cylinders basically. With I was like 300 RPM down. Like that carburetor was that bad. <laughs> so that's a lot. People don't think it's a lot, but that's a lot. Phil, how does it feel to be like three, three, four hundred RPMs back? I don't know. It felt pretty good at the World Series in 2016. <laughs> <clears throat> well, 
That's because you had that cheated up crate motor in the car, and I was on seven cylinders. Remember? Yeah, I know. He had he had his light motor too. That I big hand on the 750 carburetor. Yeah, he had that. You know, the he had that SK light motor in the car. All that other exactly. Thing. Not anyway. So last I, I, bar- I borrowed it from Sean Monahan. Oh, okay. Your words. So <laughs> no, uh, I'm just saying that's what everybody says about him too. So why not? <laughs> Is that the go-to uh, uh, complaint? Is that SK light motor? Every time someone brings up Sean, SK light motor, SK uh, light motor. It's tired at this point, really. Oh, it's ridiculous. Anyway. Like, give it a rest. Yeah. I Go really... to your garage and work on your shit. <laughs> I'm trying, man, but I got to do all this other stuff first. I pulled the fuel. I had to, I had to siphon the fuel cell out because I had to pull that out to paint it red. Because, I, I mean, I understand you can see it better in the dark, but, like, if there's fire coming out of it, I'm sure you could probably see that, too. <laughs> it's like... Wait, what did they make you do? They made me pull the fuel cell out and paint it red. That is the most ridiculous goddamn thing I've ever heard. Well, that's what they told me. I mean, Fox came down. He's like, hey, we have a rule. I don't know. He's like, I'll give you a long time to fix it. It's not a big deal. But you got to paint it red. I'm like, okay. There's (laughs) at least three or four other cars in that division at that track with black fuel cells. I literally siphoned 15 gallons of gas out of that thing today just to get the fuel cell out. Good God. What a ridiculous bunch of shit. I, I, I just try. I, I try to just go along with it. Every track is different, but at some point I just gotta real. I gotta understand it. It's do they really want me there? <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. what it is. It's like I yeah. I, I get going going with the rules. I've never had a problem building a car to the rules. It is what it is. But I promise you, nowhere in that rule book does it say that the fuel cell has to be red. Maybe it's like a SK or something rule or a late model rule. I don't even know, but I, know. I know it's a fuel safe. I mean, I got it. I got the right cell for it, but no. Again, I I'm just dealing with it. Like my budget was shot just getting to that place, and now I got to go and do all this stuff that won't change a single thing. I just want to race. Hey, you know where you don't have to change anything? Thompson. Yeah. I'll just does that. Is that what it says in the rule book? Hey Brent, just go race Thompson. You belong there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess so. All right. Well, whatever. I got a whole bunch of. Who would ever thought we'd be saying that? I guess I belong there, but you know, I want to keep trying at Stafford, so I'm going to go back eventually, as soon as I get these other things done. But we'll see. Anyway, so last week we uh, spout a bunch of nonsense and rumors. You know, we we do that sometimes. We have a little segment where we go and spout. Uh, weird rumors we hear through industry people or through, you know, just online drivel or nonsense and whatever. And we said stuff like, oh, I bet you Bubba Wallace ain't going nowhere on the RPM team. And then, like, the day after he says, oh, no, I'm not coming back. And I'm like, well, you know what? Most of the time when I spout – most here's the thing, though. Most of the time when I say dumb stuff like this, it's because I heard it from someone else, like a media member, like an Adam Stern. And I hear all these other things, and I'm like, well, this is what I heard. It doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Here's my opinion on it. But it's not really to spout my opinion. It's because I haven't heard anything, and I want to get the rumor mill turning, or at least get news out, actual news. So I'll just say something just to get something out of like the world, and it'll be completely wrong. I know it's going to be completely wrong. I just want to know what the truth is going to be because I want to you know, move some news forward. So, yeah. Um. 
so now, obviously, Bubba Wallace not coming back to RPM. Now that opens up the rumor mill to see where he's going to end up. And to be honest with you, I'm not even going to comment because it's it's going to sort itself out eventually. They're done. What car is he going to go to? Oh, there's a whole bunch of rumor about him going to either Hendrick or Ganassi or something. I bet it's going to be the 42 because then you can put a donut on the side of it. Once he gets a donut on the side of it, it'll be the 420. And it'll be like, oh, oh, yo, 420. Hey, that's racist. (laughs) I I got a good conspiracy or rumor, rather, for (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was booing my Bubba Wallace to the 13. 13. The oh. 13 is bought by Denny Hamlin with partnership with Toyota. Mm-hmm. Think it. about it. Well, here's the thing. That was going to be the next thing because, you know, Jermaine Racing announced today that Geico is leaving the team as a sponsor and the team is up for sale. Likely bidders were reported to be Denny Hamlin, Floyd Mayweather, uh, of T- he's got this idea of having TMT racing. That's his supposed team name, but I've never seen anything come of it. Uh, and Justin Marks's name was thrown in there, and I'm like, man, I didn't even know he had money to buy a cup team. But no. um, but this is news coming from the same source that said that Bubba Wallace would likely stay at RPM with investors like Hamlin and Jordan bringing money to the team. So I'm hesitant to call this news. Again, it's probably Adam Stern. Hey, you know what? Who cares if it's not true? Even Weekly World News. Remember that supermarket rag, you know, that totally made shit up, you know, or caught whatever conspiracy was out there? All right. They were never. National Enquirer, but like on on like math. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, were they wrong? Yeah, 99% of the time. But what if they're right that one time? Then it's. Bad boy? They still get. They still get, you know. They still move product. They still move papers. Was Bat Boy a real thing then? I think so. Oh man, I feel bad for that kid. Chinese but he have did been get famous. They've been mixing animals and shit in the lab. Okay. Hmm. So, so in Wuhan, Bat Boy got eaten. Yeah, or molested Son by Netflix. They fucked over Bat Boy. So if we're on the on the subject right now, why why don't we talk about silly season a little bit? What do you guys think about where people are going to go? That's all you had to say. Where do I think that he's going to go? Well, anybody. Where? Okay. Since this went so well last week, um, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Because I have plenty of ideas. All right. um, Where do I think anybody's going to go? Okay. um, Why don't we start with one that no one is going to think of, and Ty Dillon. I don't have any freaking clue where the hell he's going. I've got no idea. I bet you RCR opens up a new Xfinity team. Okay, where? To the 43 with RCR support. Well, yeah, that is an RCR-supported car already, right? Yep. Okay, well, that's a done deal. Grandpa's going to take care of him. Exactly. Uh, Let's see. And we'll keep the king afloat. Correct. Okay, so that's easy. That's fixed. Um, Who else is up? Corey LaJoy. Okay, so Corey LaJoy. Where the hell is he going to go? Corey LaJoy is going to go to the 48 because he hand-wrote that letter to Rick Hendrick and handed it to him at the beginning of the year. Done. I, I, I kind oh, of agree, on. but I say the 88. Because he has sponsorship and the 88's not fully funded. And they would move Alex Bowman to the 48 because the 48 is fully funded. Okay. Um, Please, continue. 
I'm just trying to wrap my head around a lot of this at this point because it's like, okay. I've spent way too much time thinking about this stuff. I, I don't have anything else to think of when I'm sitting in my mail truck, so I'm like, what can I think about today for the next five hours that I'm throwing letters on someone's lawn? Um, I don't really do that. I'm just kidding. But anyway, You, you want to fire up our, our 11 listeners a lot? What's that? I said you want to fire up the 11 listeners a lot? I think we're up a little bit. We're up to like 13 now. But go ahead. Ooh. Ryan Priest. Holy shit. Oh. Uh, I still think he goes to Xfinity with a two-car team on SHR, but who the hell knows? I'm not a freaking insider. Up this year? Yeah, he is up, and I guarantee he's not back in the 47 car, unfortunately. 37. Yeah, I What's don't see the hell ever car he's in. The 37. I don't, I don't see him back in He's been in both in two years. Let's but be fair. I, I don't think that team's that great anyway. No, it's a terrible team. But I don't see him back in the 37, but I see that as a positive for his career. Whether it looks like that, if you take it for face value, it's getting him with a better team in a lower division or even sticking with the 32, who is an SHR uh, satellite team at this point. Well, those guys, they can they can get something together. I mean, they've, I mean Corey's been helping build that team, and they are not the perennial complete backmarker dropout every week. I mean, they're still running all the laps now, and then they're still building the team. I know they're very invested in the sport, so we'll see what happens there. But, I mean, I right. wouldn't rule him out going really there either. Solid runs. I think it actually would be better if for him if he didn't get in that car, and if he did go back to Xfinity, if they did run a two-car team, or even if he went to, like, say Chase Briscoe got moved up and he went to the 32 or something. What if... Ryan went and took that seat in Xfinity. I bet you that would be the best thing he could possibly do. Yeah, I don't see Chase Briscoe moving up yet, but another seat that's going to be open in Xfinity, it sounds like, is that 11 Colic racing car. You think? Oh, Haley's, like yeah, Haley's probably going up to the 77 full-time. Yeah, the 77 or the 27, whichever one they put him in. I know Spire's going to a two-car team. And his, uncle, um, his uncle's a big part of that uh, team, right, or something like that? I don't know he's how a that big part works. of a team that's affiliated with them or something. I I forgot all about what the hell he actually does or something, but I know he's affiliated with them pretty well. So yeah, they always have the fraternal order of eagles on that car every time he's in it too. So they got something behind them there. Illuminati. Yeah, whatever it is. Who Thanks. else is a free agent right now? Uh, Clint Boyer, Matt Kenseth. Matt Kenseth won't come back. Is he I going, think he's done. Done. Is he going back to the to the? Uh, he's old, going. He's going back to the retirement. He's going back to Shady Acres retirement. Oh my God, my mic fell. I think Clint <laughs> Boyer leaves Stuart Haas, and Kyle Larson comes in. I don't know. It's tough because there's been like zero word. I, you know something about the Clint Boyer thing. You know, Clint Boyer's short—he'd have to renumber all his short track cars because they're all named after his number in the same font. That's a lot of lettering. Okay, not <laughs> even Critical Science does that shit for free. So, nah, you know these teams have all these machines in house. So, do you do this shit? <laughs> Just he's Broken. fixing his microphone over here. It's okay. I ain't talking I, anyway. I think Clint Boyer goes to the forty-two. You think so? Ooh. That's kind of weird. Ooh. I figured he was just going to retire. If he falls out, if if he falls out of the playoffs early, I figured he was just going to pack it up and go drink on the on the boat. 
anyway, so I don't, I can't really think of any more like silly season free agents because I just haven't been paying enough attention. But oh, and uh, what about uh, what's his face in the twenty car? Oh, Eric Jones? Jones. That's already been filled. No. Oh, not Jones. But um, himself. Yeah, the twenty cars filled. Where's he going? Um, he's 90, like, so Jones. ninety-five is gone. He's so forgettable. But we he's got forgot. he's got sponsorship though. So I bet you he ends up in a a different team. He might be a candidate for the forty-two team. I don't even know. He may be. That's a that's a I don't kind think of he'd a end stretch. That is kind of a stretch. What at about this point. retirement? You know, what about Newman? Newman's not retiring. He's coming back. I guarantee. Newman's it. still got another year, I believe. Yeah, I think he's still under contract. I don't really know about uh, a lot of these other people. I don't know. I'd have to go look through and see whose contract is actually up or out next year because next year it could make for a little bit of an interesting uh, scenario if somebody goes out next year because then it'd be really wide open because of how. There is probably going to be a new car coming in 22, I think. Yeah, 22. It's at least slated for 22. But So, why don't we move over to the, the news story that broke that said Fontana was being converted over to a half mile. And I know f- straight off the bat I said, I guarantee you they sold off a bunch of that property and had no choice but to turn it into a half mile, utilizing only part of, part of the infield and the front stretch because that's all they had of the racetrack left. Yeah, Harvey Windows bought it. Oh, did they? No. Damn. Oh, that was a speedball. <laughs> okay. And I think, Phil, you heard something online where it, that might actually be the case. Yeah, I, I don't remember where I heard it, but I, I know NASCAR had sold off a bunch of property uh, at some of their racetracks. And I read somewhere from someone that they sold off something like 105 acres or something at California Speedway or Auto Club Speedway, whatever it is, this week. Same. <laughs> Same thing. It doesn't matter. So they're going to turn it into like condos or something, and then the neighbors are going to complain on the noise like two weekends a year. No, nah, it'll be industrial it'll be, property. And then it'll be closed. They'll close the track. No, nah, it'll be industrial property like an Amazon warehouse or something. Like what Chicago's doing. Is Chicago gone completely now? Like, is that just gone now or what? Like, I don't know. They haven't said anything about it since that one post they yeah, made they, a while back about them selling off a bunch of property. Like, they posted one blurb, and it's like, oh, yeah, this they might not go back here, and we might lose this racetrack, and they might sell off some of the property and all this other shit. And then they don't say anything else after that, and we're like, uh, what's happening? Like, is yeah, this, they, is this a place? Yeah, they said the same or? thing about Homestead, too. Uh, that's not going anywhere. Homestead's way too good of a track, and I don't think anybody wants to build something in a swamp. So, Homestead is the best one and a half mile track there is on the circuit. It's like an it's like the old Atlanta, but with like longer straightaways. Yeah, see, they need to race there more. Yeah, they do. Speaking of half miles, why don't we go into a little bit of uh, local results and go and talk about Stafford. Well- you didn't really even touch on the the little half mile they're making at Auto Club. What do you think of that track? Ah, I saw <laughs> I, I saw like one freaking blueprint of it, and I'm like, this tells me nothing. Like it, it looks like they're trying to utilize a lot of the front stretch and a lot of the front stretch grandstands, so they don't have to do a lot and build a lot. There will be a pit road on the track. I've noticed that, so you don't have to exit like a Saturday night short track. It's gonna look like a hot dog. 
Um, it's not a paper clip like Martinsville. It will look like a hot dog. It has a curve to it. Um, I have no idea what to think of the corners. Like, what the hell are they going to do? These corners are going to be tighter than shit. And they're going to be probably tighter than freaking Martinsville. It's like, I, I honestly don't know what to think. They, they better do a really good job of this because it could suck. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to create false hope here. But supposedly they built it in iRacing and tested it and it was great. So, well, if I they don't... did that, then okay, let's see it happen. We'll see if the tire model matches for next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see what they uh, yeah, I'd love to see what they come up with here, but we will see. All right, so I'll go back into Stafford news now. Uh Okay, so I think Zach Robinson got rid of his uh, penalty because I think he had to start at the back for like three weeks in a row or something. But because when I went, I know I had to – well, I started in front of him. He started last. But he won the street stocks on Friday night, running away by the looks of the video. But that car is – These nuts. <laughs> but that car is absolutely hooked up. Um. It's almost fair to make him start last every week. They should just do that because he can go from last to the top three. So He was still doing it, yeah. Yeah, he was still doing it. So make him start last every week. Make the show interesting. Um, pay for his touch-up paint and body work, though, because he's got to do yeah, some work him, to get there. You know, once you, they should give him like a promoter's option. If you win the race, you win like an extra 500 bucks if you start from double, last. Double purse. Yeah. How's that? See, make be, it, yeah, nah, make a double purse. There we go. That's the promoter's <laughs> challenge right there. Double purse would only be 500 bucks. No, no, no. It'd be 700 I think, right? They'd be well, 350 the, to win now because they got that sponsorship a little couple weeks ago. Yeah, something like that. But I mean, Oh, yeah, maybe. Make hey. it worth their while. Say, hey, we're going to have this guy start last, and if he wins, it's another 500 bucks. It's like putting the bounty on yourself. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Put the show back in it. Let's nah, go. That would be fun. Come on, I should run this shit. Let's go. All right, so limited late models. Alexander Dufern went back to victory lane. Uh, I know nothing about those races because I don't watch late, limited late models. Um, Next. Late models. Adam Gray went back to victory lane after getting wrecked the week before pretty bad. Uh, it looked kind of like, to me, he had a backup car. I put a question mark on that because it's like he has one, right? I'm pretty sure. But this car had a different color and stuff. So, yeah. Um, I'm guessing. But he... Ah, I wish I'd looked at the points. Crap, I didn't look at them. But I know that they had a pretty tight, tight battle. But the I think the tightest points battle right now is probably the street stocks, right? There's like at least the top five are within 10 points or something like that. Them or the SKs. Yeah, I think it's the top five or four. The SK lights are a close second to that, but the street stocks definitely have them. Speaking of SK lights, oh, man, what a ridiculous uh, turn of events that this series or division has taken over the last at least three weeks. Uh, Jonathan Puglia went back to victory lane. It's been a while for him. I think he won two early on this year, and then he hadn't seen victory lane in a, at least a month and a half or two months or something like that. But I'd heard that the field wrecked on lap one. Like, points contenders, all wrecked. <laughs> I think yeah, our... it, it looks like on, I was watching on race monitor. I didn't. I wasn't home, but uh, it looked like the top five or six in points just wadded it up in turn one because nobody completed a lap. Yeah, I think um, I think what's his uh, Pearl? I think he got wrecked like three three weeks in a row now, right? I think yep. he got he got into that one. Now he went from having a seventy two point lead. I think he's now behind by what twenty four points to Brian Sullivan. 
I'd have to read something like that. Yeah, I have to go confirm that, but that was off the top of my head. Yeah, that is That's, a ridiculous fall. I know. I haven't seen somebody collapse like that. Since. I mean, it's not all his doing. Obviously, let's be fair. Okay, it's not all his fault. He got caught up in wrecks. I haven't seen a collapse like that since the Yankees in '04. Good gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that one right into the fire. Okay, I'll go back to reality now. Half of our listeners just turned off. Yep. Anyway, um, SK's finished out the night. Todd Owen, after a wreck last week that they had the front and rear clips off that car during the week. Luckily, he runs his own chassis shop, so he could get that thing dialed right back in. So he he won not only the feature, but he also won the TC13 shootout directly afterwards. So... Maybe they bent it the right way. <laughs> Maybe the car is really good now. Do so they do street stocks? Yes, I did. I did Zach no, Robinson. Do one. they do street stocks? Oh, do they stop. do? Stri- okay. Um, I don't know. Call Todd. He could probably build anything. <laughs> don't have any money. Ah, uh, yes. Whatever. I don't have any either. That's why I'm not racing. Because I'm too busy putting uh, firewalls in my car that don't need to be made. Anyway. It's in the rule book. It's in the rule book. You got to do it. Um. <laughs> That's a good joke, because at Thompson they had that in the rule book too, and the and the tech inspectors were like, "It doesn't really do anything. Go ahead, we'll fix the rule later." <laughs> just, and they still haven't fixed the rule. <laughs> no, they just don't care. They're just like, "Whatever, you can run it. Who cares?" At New Hampshire Motor Speedway this past weekend, they finally had a uh, NASCAR Whalen Modified Tour event. Uh, no, at least one of them got canceled earlier this year because of COVID. And they're still under the same restrictions, but they had this race anyway. But um, Bobby Santos won the Musket 200 at New Hampshire Motor Speedway during full throttle weekend, and he's just absolutely lights out when it goes to or when it comes to New Hampshire Motor Speedway in a modified. I mean, the guy is just ridiculous. Uh, I know Doug Kobe put out a tweet where he said, basically, give the other guys a chance. They he's he's like jokingly begging for mercy from from Bobby Santos because the guy is so good at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. And I know that our boy, um, what's that guy who whines a lot? What's his name? Oh, Larry, Larry Barnett? Yeah, that guy. Larry. He was the one who was spotting for Bobby, so kudos, Larry. Nice job. Uh, I know it was Larry's. nice to see him back. Good job. Take credit for the win, please, also. Yeah, because all take spotters credit. take credit for the win on their car. If you listen to Door Bumper Clear, they all drive those cars. So, <laughs> since, wow. I'm up, since I'm up at uh, New Hampshire Motor Speedway, I will mention that Wayne Hellowell Jr. won the ACT portion of the Full Throttle Weekend at New Hampshire Motor Speedway as well. All right. It's too bad nobody got to see it. Yeah, pretty much. That sucks. They weren't live. No, it is what it is. Jesse gave me a bottle that I can't open because it's not twist off and I don't have anything with me. <laughs> Use the counter. Use your teeth. Use my teeth. Be a man. All right, so Jesse's going to have to carry me through the Waterford Hang results. No. Here you go. Have fun. No, thanks. Oh, man. No, thanks. I'll get you a Just, opener. Just drink whiskey. You don't need a bottle cap opener. Can you do this? Uh, no, because that's the wife, so I wouldn't do that there. Do it on mine. There. It's so good. It's so good. there we go. That one hit the floor and spilled oh, half of it out. But <laughs> I'm glad I vacuumed there. Keep going. Keep rolling. Only a mild disaster, folks. Don't worry about it. Um, nothing electrical was harmed in the making of this uh, 
shitty podcast. All right, so Waterford results, where we are going with Sid's view this weekend. Late models. I guess they had some pretty gnarly wrecks there. Boy, I was watching the video on that. I'm pretty sure Nick Tito, who I'm going to have on this show eventually. Sorry, Nick, but I just keep screwing up the timing of getting you on the show. I got to get you on. Um, but he posted videos. Uh, man, they had some wicked wrecks. Um, I know... Oh crap! I'm so I'm so slow on names today. Phil, you saw the videos, right? Bail me Maybe. out here. What? Maybe. Okay, <laughs> I was just gonna say, bail I me out here. I I'm, haven't had a chance to sit down and watch Nick's videos yet this week. I'm forgetting. I usually... I'm forgetting names here. What's ten car? Scoots's car. Oh, uh, Ryan Lynham. Ryan Lynham. No, oh, yeah. this is the other car, just. Yeah, Ryan Lynham, boy, he, he went into turn four wall hard head on and then got plowed from behind by somebody in the, you know, oh, man. That's just, what she said. Keep yeah. it rolling. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, just a rough night for those guys. Um, Legends, I will say it's cool ahead. to see 17 late models at Waterford again. Yeah, the numbers are creeping up again. I think the Seacont guys are finally realizing it's like, hey, we can finally go and race somewhere and, I know it's getting a little late in the season, but I think these tracks locally are going to run into October. So I know. Uh, I think I heard something about Waterford running all the way into November. Which would be cool. I would like that. The past few years, you easily could have. We haven't had snow until late December. So. Yeah, I mean, people think that November equals winter here. I know we're in New England, but I mean. Sometimes you will freeze your bippy off. I mean, yeah, we will get cold, but. I really don't see snow until actual winter most of the time. And actual winter, folks, is December 21st, I think. So yep. it's like people think, oh, it's the end of summer. It's like, no, it isn't. We still have uh, summer until like September 20-whatever. I think the solstices always fall on the 21st or something. It's so. not done yet. Yeah, still it's still, still summer, you know. <laughs> it's like, pay attention, kids. It's cold out. No, it's not. Uh, whatever. My floor is doomed to begin with, Jess. Don't worry about it. Definitely right. not cold here. Yeah, yeah. You get alligators and spiders and those really loud-ass bugs and hurricanes. And sinkholes. A sinkhole could suck you into the depths. Hey, fun fact, suck you into my house the earth is built on a repaired sinkhole. Well, your new house is there because a sinkhole swallowed the last one that was there. So don't worry. It's all <laughs> solid. It's all solid underneath it Your now. foundation is another house. Right, because it got sucked in. Um, so anyway... Legends, Jordan Churchill won again. I'm kind of disappointed in the Legends car counts because there used to be a ton of Legends cars that used to race at Waterford. Now there's like 11. It's like, where the hell did they go? Come on, bring them back. It's a great place for Legends. I was a little shocked when I saw that car count. That was a little surprising to me to see it so low. And they are running Wednesday nights, I'm pretty sure. So where are you at, man? they got plenty of opportunity to race. Maybe they're not INEX certified or something or sanctioned or whatever, but I don't know. They're, they're, I don't believe they are INEX anymore there. I think points might matter to these guys then. All right. Many stocks was the John Curry Memorial 46. It was the first annual race. <laughs> no, it was the inaugural first race. <laughs> uh, Mark Panaroni wins that event. Um, he is, he didn't, he hasn't started every race, but the races he has started, he's won. He's batting a thousand, like literally he's started three races and he's won all three of them. Uh, I know Dougie was in the hunt real late. 
Uh, I, I think he had something go wrong with the car. and He, he had the lead, and then somebody wiped out in front of him. And then oh, pep- it was a lap car or something? Yeah, Pepperoni got by him. Oh, okay. Mark Pepperoni is extra spicy. Our, our boy G-Side was running third again, and a uh, little contact. I believe he got a flat tire and ended up finishing eighth, but he had a great run again. Yeah, G-Side was very fast yet again, and I know that he's probably building a mini stock. From what I've heard from you, he's building a mini stock. And he's going to be he coming is. back. Where's and his late model? He got rid of that thing. I think uh, some guy who owns like 15 cars that he doesn't race has bought it. Oh, lucky The him. bulldozer? I think so, yeah. Oh, dear God. Um, but it's probably sitting in a field somewhere now. I don't know what happened to it. Like every other car that kid owns. Hi, Phil. Hi, Raj. Hi. <laughs> That's all you can say. I should, I should oh. say Roger so you don't think I'm talking to him. Never mind. What? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right, open street stocks. Joe Kohler wins again. This was kind of disappointing. Their count was down 10 cars from last week. They had 21 start last week. They had 11 this week. Like, where'd you go? Well, I think they may have, a bunch of guys may have gone up to the uh, 75 lap. Oops, it's 25 lap, 5K to win. Oops, it's not Uh, 5K to win race. Yeah, race at Lee. Should we mention that? That was a disaster. Uh, we should. What? And we should definitely call out those idiots for cutting that race short and, and screwing up. You are up, how Phil. To, uh, manage time. Go ahead, Phil. Newsflash, asshole! <laughs> I just think that was a complete embarrassment to, to anybody who brought a car up there and just a total slap in the face. If you're going to advertise a race, run the race as advertised, especially when 40 cars show up. Now, you know, they time used... management is not an excuse for for poor management. Now, and didn't that was they... extremely disappointing. Didn't they use the excuse that oh, we only had fourteen people pre-register, so we based it off of that? That's what I saw people saying. You I'm not going to say that that was their excuse, but yeah, they only had like fourteen or fifteen pre-registered, but they had to know that cars were going to show up. There's guys coming from South Carolina to run that race, you know. Were there? Yeah, yeah. Ricky Locklear oh. Jr. I raced with them down in South Carolina. And they're nice he guys was too. T- yeah, they were fast too. They, oh, they're f- they were fast. they were <laughs> yeah planning on running this some bitch too, mm. all the way that, from that, South Carolina. That that's sucks. a big black eye for Lee, and Lee is a great track. Oh, it is. And I'm not going to blame Norm Wren and his crew. I believe they're the ones that own that place, or at least Whoever run it. The actual manager or promoter of that track is really stepped on his own dick with that one yeah that's not good like that in the world in the world of short track racing if you advertise all the way up until the day people show up and then the second they show up you bait and switch them and they're already in the gate and they're like well what the fuck are we gonna do now you offered us this huge money race and we came to run it and now it's just bullshit yeah that sucks like that really sucks yeah Sorry, guys, but it just does. Especially when they're coming from so far away. you got to know better than that. There was a lot of people saying they'll never, ever go back there. And usually I call bullshit on that. But this time I actually believe them. And I don't blame them either. Yeah, we've said that twice and went back to both places. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nah, We'll see. The hurt is the hurt is real. Yeah, just either way. I mean, I'm not gonna. You, I'm not you gonna gotta s- stick stick with what you say. I'm not gonna say I'll never go there because of that. I'm just gonna say, look, guys, can you just learn from this one? That's all. You know, uh, if absolutely. you do it again, if you do it again, then people are really not coming back. Like you fool me once, shame on you, etc. 
So, Pro 4 Modified showed up at Waterford. They had a halfway decent crowd. I think they had at least 11. What the hell's going on over there? Um, Brett Mazervi picked up the win in the Pro 4 Modified. I think I saw him posting on Facebook that he was looking for a, a mini-stock motor before that race, which is kind of weird. Anyway, um, SK Lights, Jacob Perry won his race. I don't know how many times he's run an SK Light, but I know that he's pretty quick in them whenever he runs them. Uh, must be that Tormod experience. But, I mean... Jacob's a good little shoe. No, he really is. He's, he's fun to watch. Yeah, he's a good shoe. I just wish I had the amount of backing that he has <laughs> and the amount of connections because he seems to get a ride in goddamn everything. Um, I just suck. I'm just jealous. Anyway. I'd run out of fingers and toes if I had to count how many different types of cars I've seen him drive over the years. Yeah, I, I'm just jealous, and I suck. At and all. he's only like 13, it seems like, so... I'm old and jealous and jaded. That's all. SKs. Andrew Moeller won in that division. Let's see. I forget uh, if that was running a different car than a Stafford car was, or not. Is he the only car to show up? I'm kidding. <laughs> that was really that was really cool to see. Yeah, actually. I mean, it was nice for him to, to be able to win a race in an SK at Waterford and not be questioned on his age. It, well... He he won a race at Stafford, I believe it was at the beginning of last year, and then struggled miserably all year to the it, point where I heard people saying they had a cheater motor or, you know, there was all kinds of stuff up. And I was like, I watched this kid drive, and he's a really good driver. He's just had absolute shit luck. Yeah, and I know they changed chassis manufacturers too, I'm pretty sure, between last year yep. and this year. I believe they were with Spafco last year, and and I think they I, went to LFR, uh, Troyer, TFR. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like Kenny Barry. He's a great guy, great fabricator. Oh yeah. But it it seems like unless he's working directly with you, his cars don't go. And it, I don't know if that's hmm. just because there's not enough of them out there, kind of like a Troyer, but. It just seems that people struggle with them, and I, I, I just don't understand that. To be they always seem to go really good as an SK Lite, kind of like a Raceworks does. To be completely fair, if you go to shorter tracks, like you go to Monadnock and uh, uh, the one in Pennsylvania there, what's the one Paul French races at now? Mahoning Valley. Yeah, you go to Mahoning or you go to like, these are just tiny bullring tracks. The Spaffles yeah. wipe the floor with everybody. Like it's, yeah, it's it's funny to watch. Like these guys just those cars go on these tiny tracks. It, I I don't know a whole lot about modifieds, but me neither. God, they're intimidating when you look at how they're set up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have one one day, but that might be a pipe dream. So I'll just stick with my uh, my little street stock and hey, live when, in, when you race at Thompson, I'll live in the you sewer, knock like the fenders usual. off your street stock. It kind of looks like a modified if you drink enough. I mean, the, the you blow the rivets off it by jumping over top another car. Yeah, it looks like a modified. <laughs> and then get sent to the rear when you keep going? Yeah, exactly. Or when Jesse wrecks people in front of the field or and you jump management. over top of some poor girl. <laughs> Moving on. Speaking of sportsmen, <laughs> Al Stone third picked up a win at Waterford. And I know that's a pretty stacked field down there. Uh, it's good to see some competition. Those guys are really kind of anchoring that, that track. That's a great racetrack to watch those cars. I mean, we grew up watching them. 
And I've never, I mean, never swayed away from my opinion that they are the best show most of the time. I will stick around if they're the last race. The thing I noticed that was uh, impressive to me about Al's run, and Al's a fantastic racer. Obviously, we've both raced against him. All three of us have raced against him over the years at Thompson. Yeah. Uh, he we had roughly three tenths on the field during that feature. Yeah, Jesse and Al were in the same rookie class in 99? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at Waterford. Mm-hmm. Or he came along maybe well, maybe no, he came he along a year rookie. or two after. No, same class. Because he definitely raced yeah. there when we raced there. So mm-hmm. he's been around Al a while. Al taught me a lot about driving. Yeah. So, I mean, the same. I mean, the guy knows what he's doing. Let's, let's be honest. He was terrible. We were all terrible. We were all terrible. <laughs> we were all terrible back but then. Even I shoved them out of the way. I mean, our car was <laughs> garbage. We bought it for seven hundred and fifty bucks out of some guy's barn. It had a motor in it. No, fourteen hundred. Sorry, we bought it for fourteen hundred bucks. It had a motor and everything. It was garbage. It, it's just crazy to see in today's world with how close these cars are to see someone in a feature have three tenths on the field. That was impressive. I mean, you got to know what you're doing, especially. If you know the track like the back of your hand, and you know these cars like your wife, basically, <laughs> you'll you can do magic things with them. So I don't I don't doubt Al or his ability or anything in any way, because yeah, like he's like everybody said, we've all raced against him and a bunch of those guys, and there's no way you can doubt him ever. So, all right, did I miss any local stuff? Anybody else got any local stuff? You done? Yeah, well, I'm going to probably run through some quickie national stuff, but Phil went to a dirt track. Ooh. Yeah, I popped my dirt track cherry this weekend. You've never been to a dirt track before, have you? I've wanted to go for so long. I've been a dirt fan for a long, long time. I just I watch it on YouTube. I watch it on Facebook constantly, and I've just never had the opportunity to go. I mean, we lived... Not that far from Lebanon Valley, and I've been out towards Fonda before, but it's always for work or something or other. And God, it on Saturday was... nights and Friday nights, I'm at Stafford and Waterford, and I just never had a chance. I'm doing the math in my head. It's probably only an hour to Lebanon Valley for you where you used to live. Hour and 20 minutes. See, that now you close. have to come back and go to the valley. You've never oh, been the to valleys. the valley. It's the valley is awesome. Track. I love that track. I love the valley. I'll tell you what. Alltech Speedway or Alltech Raceway, whatever they call it here in Florida, that is probably one of the nicest facilities I've ever seen. Just in general, for a dirt track, for a, like a weekly level dirt track. I was seeing videos of the place, and it looked not only clean. I mean, we're not trying to be puns and lazy writing here about to call a dirt track clean, but. The walls were white. They were clean and fresh looking. The fencing looked new. It was brightly lit. Like the the lights around the track looked amazing. The grandstands looked pretty well furnished and and new. I mean, it didn't look like a dirt ball at all. I mean, it looked like a racetrack. It was amazing looking from video. I I can only imagine what it was actually being there. Well, it honestly, it used to be an asphalt track years ago. Oh, that's and, why it looks uh, so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the last time I saw that place as an asphalt track was back in 2006, and uh, it looks nothing like it did then. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it's a half mile. Um, it's actually pretty close to what Stafford is. Just if Stafford had a little shorter 
uh, straightaways and a little more radius in the corners. But uh, it, it was a cool little place. The the 604 uh, dirt late models were a blast to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you you got to come back up and at least make a trek to the uh, to Lebanon Valley on just a normal night and watch the big block modifieds. These things look like boats, and they have big block alcohol big blocks in them. They're amazing. I love them. Uh, we went for the sprint cars a few times, and those things are absolute rocket ships down at that track. You have I to mean, go see them at least once there. God, they're doing like a buck sixty by you. They're freaking vapor flying. Trails. Yeah, just vapor amazingly trails. fast. Really yeah, cool I'm, track. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the smell of alcohol there the whole night. That was uh it reminded me of when I used to bracket race back in the day down in down here in Florida. So we're getting towards the end here. I might as well run through some national series stuff that everybody already knows the results of. Uh Grant Enfinger won the truck race at Richmond. Uh, I know that team had a pretty good showing. That was a nice race. It was a nice race. It was lovely. It was lovely. Uh, Justin Allgaier won both the Xfinity races of the weekend doubleheader at Richmond. Those were nice races, too. Those were lovely. lovely. Have, have he won a race yet this year? Yeah, he he won one, I think, before that. Like, he just squeaked one out not too long ago, either. Like, very recently, okay. last couple weeks. Yeah, nothing, none of this contrived short track drama and bullshit and blah, blah, blah. And he had and he had no uh, mystery cautions either. It was just racing in, in his, his purest, purest form. form. And that's it. Owe me a beer. Um, Cup Series was at Richmond as well. Brad Keselowski won. Austin Dillon was really the surprise again. I mean, he came out and finished, what, second, I think? I am, son. What? No, I think he finished fourth. Oh, he finished well. Okay, he finished really well. Yeah. Um, but he was second most of the day. I'll put it that way. He did lead a lot of laps. I think he led 50-something laps. Uh, the 21 of the Benedetto and the 12 of Ryan Blaney both had bad days, and they are definitely well below the cut line by at least 25 points. But, I'm the trash yeah. man. I come out. They're in, <laughs> they're in must-win situations for sure. Yeah, that's just unfortunate. And I know that, you know what, I, I saw Jeff Gluck's poll, and I knew it was going to poll low because he's like, was it a good race? And I'm like, hell yeah, it was a good race. There were zero cautions for incident whatsoever yeah, in the Cup race at Richmond, that's like and a you know what? Checkered. And people downvoted it because of that. They wanted drama, they wanted excitement, they wanted action, and they didn't get it because these guys were actually taking care of their stuff and not racing like idiots. Well, so it's like the customer is always an asshole. Remember that. Yeah, they're, the customer's never right. The customer's an asshole. If you've seen Clerks or no Mallrats, do you, do you know what a Darf is? Dumbass race fan. Yep, those are the people. And those are the people they listen to. Yeah. NASCAR, stop listening to DARFs on Twitter. They're all stupid. 10% of, 10%, what is it, 10% of the public has Twitter and they're all idiots. If it wasn't for dickheads like you, there wouldn't be any favor in this world, would there? Yep. I don't know. Again. NASCAR in general has really done a good job this year, but listening to people like that... They need to not do that. Again, I keep trying to like just ram it into people's heads every time on this show. Good racing happens organically. If you want to see a shit show, go watch a demo derby. Go watch an enduro race at your local short track. If Remember you want to the, see garbage, go watch garbage. This is uh, PR 101. Um, the people that 
that uh, participate in the uh, customer reviews are usually really fucking weird. They're weird. They're weirdos, and they all have psychological issues because they, they all have a superiority complex. Yes, they they do. So if they ever participate in a survey, nine times out of ten, they are retarded. Kind of like me. I know I have a superiority complex, so I just don't participate in those. So. Well, and I can kind of blame NASCAR too for a lot of the darfs that are out there because NASCAR does like to advertise for all of these races by showing crash footage. Yeah. You can't that's that's just baiting people in that really don't need to be watching these races. If that's what you come to watch, you're not coming to watch racing. Go watch monster trucks or go watch demo derbies at the local fair. Go watch your local uh what the hell is it called? Figure eight races. <laughs> Rowdy Burns rubbing his racing. Uh, that that ruined uh, two generations. Uh oh, retard alert! Retard alert, glass! I'll tell you what I can't wait to see is uh, they have some figure eight, like super late model looking modified things oh, down here. Professional guys? Whoa, they're nuts. Oh, God, I can't wait to go watch that stuff. They are nuts. <laughs> those cars are fast as hell, too. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. All right. I am out of and notes. His name is John C. Gotta hit me with that, huh? <laughs> anyway. Jesse's drunk. He's just hitting random buttons. No, nah, that's a mean. Attention. Bro. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with mesothelioma. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, anyway, I'm out of notes and I'm out of booze. Uh, you can find this podcast on every major podcast platform. I don't know why they have 15 of them. You should only need two, but whatever. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. Look at this dude. You can find us on Instagram at Making Laps Podcast, Facebook.com slash Making Laps Podcast. If you need a little helping hand with getting to a platform to listen on, you can head on over to GleasonBrosRacing.com, which I promise I will update with our actual racing news soon. I just have been very lazy and kind of putting it off, but we'll get there. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Or, uh, yeah, Instagram and Twitter at BrentGleason01, even though at Stafford my number is now 81 because they wouldn't let me have the old one because Johnny Walker is squat- it, he's squatting on his own number that he's not racing with. So, <laughs> damn it, Johnny. You can find Phil at PJakesRacing, P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-S, racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Jesse doesn't want to be found. And I think that's Where's it. Waldo? I think that's I'd sell it. my soul for a donut. At this point, anything will suck up this alcohol. So until next time, keep the dirty side down and stay out of the fence. Thank you all for listening. <laughs>